and welcome to episode 151 of Wing Sauce. Uh, take two, actually. <clears throat> Dustin and I tried this a couple days ago, and uh, my brand new computer just wasn't wasn't working for some reason. I don't know what was going on, but um, but yeah, uh, we're, we'll just chalk it up to it's Dustin's fault, or actually, you know what? Because he can't defend himself, it's Connor's fault. <clears throat> and, and by brand new computer, do you mean like your ten year old computer? I may, I mean like the first computer ever made. Oh, that makes <laughs> that sense. It is run run off of the energy of um, off of the hamsters. That's fair. <clears throat> so Tyler and yeah. I last week talked a little bit about Red Wings hockey. That was kind of abysmal because they've been playing like complete hot garbage. Um, it's safe to say they did not finish the season at five hundred. Um, so yeah, there's that. Larkin did I finish. Think- Go ahead. I was just going to say, just to pile on top of that heap of garbage, um, I mean, they they what dropped four straight, and in those four games, only managed to get three goals. Yep, but so that's one thing. So yes, that's okay. I got a couple things I want to bring up. So Larkin, <clears throat> end of the season, just shy of a point per game. Um, Eighty games played, seventy nine points. Lucas Raymond became the third youngest Red Wing player to score a hundred points. Um, Tyler was mentioning about the Red Wings and how they kind of dropped. Um, well, you know, the, the biggest thing that we were discussing, Dustin, is this was a much better year to really find out what the wings were missing. hundred percent. I mean, and, and you made that point, you know, bringing up the coaching change, you're actually able to see, you know, what's going on versus with, you know, Blash, it was just a hot pile of garbage the whole entire time and you didn't really know what was going on it was kind of like uh do we need somebody do we not do we need like what what, what do we actually need it's kind of hard to tell um one thing i did want to mention real quick though is the detroit red wings um ended with a 39 minus 39 goal differential um compared to last year we were at negative 82 so one thing i say we are scoring which is apparent right you know look at larkin um look at raymond we were getting uh, blown at, out by by the last four games of the season anyway. So that that minus thirty nine differential was looking way way better. Yeah, it was it was it was minus thirty two um, before those four games. <clears throat> so, you know, yes, you need to be at a plus if you look at all the teams that are currently in the playoffs. Right, that's the easiest way to look at it. Um, plus fifty three, plus sixty five, plus fifty eight. You have to be. <laughs> Surprise, surprise, you have to be scoring more goals than your opponent to be winning, um, which is kind of surprising. But uh, kind of crazy. That's one, yeah, that's one thing I feel like the Red Wings need to focus on in the offseason is getting some more think? goal scores. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> I think we I think we still lack goal scores. I think we still need to strengthen our depth. Uh, goaltending is still up in the air. Costa's looking good in the AHL, which is a bonus for us because I feel like, you know, <clears throat> for me, being the guy that's like, hey, don't draft goaltenders – I'm hoping this kind of pans out to the fact that we are going to get that uh, that AHL goaltender um, Koza up here from the ECHL. Hopefully, playing next year and maybe even see a couple games up in Traverse City. Um, yeah, so, sorry, I, I something was going on and my thing was refreshing, so I did catch the tail end of what you were saying there, Dustin, about Kosa. It was just pretty much. I was just saying that you know it's nice to see that we we, we need to strengthen the depth um, with goal scoring, uh, goaltending as well. But the goaltending is nice because we have that Kosa um, 
kind of in our depth system that that's a possibility to move up sooner rather than later um versus you know <clears throat> when you look at our system right now i feel like we don't have any major goal scores that stand out and people can say oh what about you know so and so okay well calm down that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that makes an immediate impact that's what I, that's more or less what i'm trying to get at right and another another positive that we should most likely see is casper yeah i mean minus him blowing out his kneecap in the first game i mean that's fun yeah god bless america could you just imagine hey my first nhl game i'm so excited bam on my kneecap yeah welcome to the show kid yep. yeah i mean luckily he doesn't need surgery so it's probably just like uh, uh it's probably broken or i don't know I, i'm not speculating but it didn't need surgery so that's like that's the good news you know, Don Cherry would say back in my day, a uh, you know a, a, a bruised kneecap wouldn't stop me from playing. Right. <laughs> Not saying anything about Marco Casper, by the way. Yeah, you are, Tyler. He's gonna <laughs> fucking take you down. Um, no, but so like I- I'm excited to see what this offseason entails. Um, I didn't watch all of the immediate availability mm-hmm. from Iserman and Milan, but like I caught a couple like uh, snippets, if you will. Um, they're pleased. They're they're looking forward to like what's coming. They they feel like there's a lot of um growth that happened in this last past season which is nice uh, because i feel like like again like we bring up that blash hole but it was just so bad like i don't know why that coach like i don't know that was just a bad it was a bad coach for detroit it didn't it didn't improve our system i don't feel like it didn't really benefit anybody he just wasn't the right person for for that this type of job yeah i mean yeah. We, we've we've discussed it you know, time and time again. Speak, that, speak, shit. Speaking of coaches for the right job, Penguins went fucking ham and just cleaned house. They said, out of here. We don't make playoffs for the first time in 16 years. GM's gone. Coach is gone. Bye. Yep. See you later. They ain't messing around. I mean, Hextall's been there for what? He's been there for 10 years? Five years? How long has Hextall been GM? Um, A minute. I thought I thought he was the... Wait. Is he the, is he the coach? Hold on. Do 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 do. He's a GM. Um, let's he was, see. Hextall was he was the GM of the Flyers. Yep, for the Philadelphia Flyers for thirteen. Hmm, when did the, he join the Penguins? Oh, he's only been there for two years. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say because I the reason I thought GM for that long is because of the Flyers, Tyler. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, crazy. The Penguins didn't make the playoffs the first time in sixteen years. Um. That's pretty wild to think about because it's it's one of those things like with the Red Wings, right? We're so used to to seeing just, the Penguins in the playoffs. It's just like wait, Sid, what? Sid and Malkin not making playoffs in our in our lifetime is just crazy. Well, it's like is so. I was talking about Uncle the other day. Is, is that mean like Sid's kind of you know wrapping things up, kind of, kind of. I mean, you you saw it even in the game against Detroit. He still has some gas left in the tank. How much we don't know. But I mean, you have to think still, so. He could still play. The thing with Crosby versus everybody else is how many conkies he's had. True. Like that yeah, dude. He's, he's already had a shortened career. He's had, you know, uh, consecutive seasons in a row where he's played less than half the games. What, what's the crazy thing to think about is he's done that, Tyler. And then you look at his goal scoring 1,500 points. 1,500 points. And how many games total? Uh, Let's see here. Sorry to put you on the spot there. But okay. I, I no, think it, it was. It, it's it's insane to think about. So Sidney Crosby, Mister Crosby has one thousand one hundred ninety games played, fifteen hundred and two points. I mean, 
crazy. That's over a point per game. Yep. In his career. And, and I mean, the Penguins, when he first got on to the Penguins, when he first cracked the roster, they were not a good team. No. 2005, 2006. He had a hundred goals. Uh, excuse me, hundred points. About to say hundred goals. Dang. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Setting records. <laughs> yeah. I don't think who's the closest to getting hundred. Who's the uh, closest this year? Crosby or uh, McDavid? Um, I believe McDavid is the leader, and then um, let's see here, McDavid. You know, uh, Braden Point. Braden Point. No one talks. No one really talks about him. Fifty-one. 50, yeah, 51 goals. So um, McDavid has 64, Pasta 61, Rantanen 55. The crazy thing, think about, Connor McDavid has 153 points. Holy when was shit. the last time? Uh, I think you brought this up, uh, Dustin. When was the last time someone hit 150? Uh, because the, the most points recently was Nikita Kucherov's 128 point season just a few years ago. Mario Lemieux in 1995-96. Yeah. So we're witnessing history right now. He had 161 points Lemieux did. And think about how good McDavid Time has out. to be. Time out. Can you imagine those points in today's game? I don't give a shit. Can you imagine back in the day, 84-85, Gretzky had a 208 point season. Had 73 goals and 135 assists. He's a plus 100. Like what? Yeah, that's that's like, I really wish I could have seen him play in that prime, right? You can watch videos and shit, but like, I want to be like live. Like you turn a click like, holy shit. Look at this guy. Here he goes. Hume goal. Mm-hmm. Here he goes. Hume pass. It's just like, I, I couldn't imagine watching like, yes, we have Connor McDavid, but like it's, it's Wayne Gretzky, right? Like, Yeah, but that's honestly, I think that we're seeing that's kind of what we're seeing right now with um, McDavid with McDavid. He's such a cheat code. Uh, It's it's unfair. It it truly is unfair. You watch some of the highlights. It's it's like he makes some of these defensemen who are top tier defensemen look silly. Like they're standing still. Yeah, they're not doing anything. It's like, did you even play your position? And he's like, yeah, I fucking played my position. Did you see him? He crossed his feet and moved his hands. And I was I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, yeah. Yeah, I we are very, very lucky to to witness right now. Um, you know, the the OV goal chase, um, you know, to, to track down Gretzky's record and, and finally hold that one captive. And then to see McDavid with a, a historic 150 point season. Um, it's exciting the, the NHL, I, I would say the NHL is this was one of the most exciting years um altogether i mean you got so <clears throat> ov finished this season at 822 822 so he is 72 shy yep, to tie. Few, more, few more seasons yep few more seasons um so playoffs hockey regular season's over Hockey's over. Um, new season starts called the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, excited to see. It's a little different this year when you look at the 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 um, who's in the playoffs. I'm going to start with the West. You have Colorado, Seattle, Dallas, Minnesota, Vegas, Winnipeg, Oilers, and L.A. On the East, you have Boston, Florida, Tam- uh, <clears throat> Tampa, Toronto, Carolina, Islanders, Devils, 
Rangers. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? What do you think about can, that? Tyler? Can you can you share can you share your screen just so we can kind of go through that um, together? Because I'm I'm recording on my phone right now, and um, I don't want to jump jump screens and everything. But uh, but yeah, um, this is this is super exciting. I'm I this is the best time of year in my opinion. Hockey is on every single every single day uh first round of playoffs and nothing can be better than this um toughest trophy to win this is this is you know what we all love to watch and you know next year hopefully we'll see our wing our wings in there um so we're starting on the on the east on the eastern conference it doesn't matter we start the eastern mm-hmm. conference I, I do have connor's picks um so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through first round picks and then we're gonna pick up pick who's who we think the standard cup favorite, is gonna be yeah our, our, our our predictions for who's going to be in the finals and who's going to be taking home Lord Stanley. Yep. And then as we did in years past, we'll just readjust once we get to the second round, the third round. So have yep. you. Um, yep. It, yeah. Just, just projections right now. Yep. Um, um, so yeah, uh, I'll go with Connors first just because I have him right here. So in the Boston, Florida series, he has Boston winning. In the Toronto-Tampa series, he has Toronto winning. Carolina Islanders, or excuse me, yeah, Carolina Islanders, he has the Isles. And then in the Devils-Rangers, he has the Rangers winning. Yeah, I, I, so I agree with Boston. Yep, I'm, I'm, all right, so everyone here is Boston, first round, agreed. Uh, I think that they're gonna they're gonna win that probably in six. I think that Florida's yes. gonna give them a, a run for their money, but I do think that that Boston's just gonna finish them out in six. That's what I. Um, I I'm sorry, I I have to go Tampa in seven. Uh, so yeah, that's funny you say that because I feel the same way. I don't feel like Toronto's <laughs> goaltending man. That's the yeah. biggest the biggest issue that I'm seeing right now. And you can't you can't bet against Vasilevsky. No. So I'm the same there. Um, the next one I have, this is like, this is where it kind of got me because the Canes are known for playoff hockey. However, in years past, they've struggled getting out of the first round. Um, but then again, it's the aisles and I'm thinking Barzell's out still. So I'm going Canes. Yeah. You know, Sorokin is a phenomenal goalie, no doubt, uh, and and he is definitely going to be the the biggest reason why this is going to be one of the toughest first round series. And I'm I'm with you. Uh, I think that the the Isles have had to battle really hard just to get into the playoffs, while Carolina has been pretty dominant. Yeah, relatively speaking, all year. Um, now again, this is this is playoff, so we can't let that dictate what our uh, the what whole our new choices season. are going to be. But you know, when you when you when you pin the rosters up next to each other, just based off of just based off of uh, what they have side by side, I have to I have to go with Carolina. Um, I think that their their offense is going to be too strong, and even though Sorokin is a is a great goalie. <laughs> I think that they're going to be able to, uh, they're going to be able to, to climb that wall. 
All right, so the next one, this one I kind of struggled with, but not really because the Rangers made such a big push to get where they're at. However, the Devils had such a good stretch of winning that it's almost it's almost pains me to pick the Rangers, but I'd almost feel remiss if I didn't with how many moves that the Rangers made at the trade deadline to get where they're at. Yeah, no, and this is going to be another one where it's it's strictly going to come down to goaltending. Yeah. And I think that Shesterkin's a better – he's the better goalie. So that's why I'm going to be choosing Rangers, and I think they're going to be doing it in six. Yep. I think all of them are rel- – I don't think any sweeps. No sweeps in this in, in, on the on the East for me. No, no. All right. So moving over to the West. All righty. Uh, so first one. It, it, this one – so in all seriousness, this one could be interesting. And you're going to say, Dustin, what the fuck are you talking about? But the Colorado-Seattle series, I, I can see that playing out to be more of like a six, seven game type series. I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a battle for Colorado. I think they're going to go in there thinking, oh, yeah, I got Seattle. But I don't I don't think they're expecting what they're going to get. Uh, Bernier's Seattle's looking pretty good be this year. Rocking. That's what I'm saying, man. They're, it's going to be, it's kind of like when Vegas, their first year, right? It's one of those things. It's like, let's fucking go. Like, they're let's going go. to, it's going to be the loudest arena outside of, um, outside of Carolina for playoffs, which those people are nuts. Yeah. Car- Carolina goes wild, which is what we've talked about, like different demographics of hockey. It's like Carolina's, they got it right with that, with, with that team. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I think that it, it could go the distance. Um, I I just I think there's too much experience oh, on Colorado. Colorado side. Oh, 100%. And so I think that you know even though it's exciting for uh, for this for this young Seattle team and and you know the hell the year they've had with uh, the, this coach Dave Haxtell, um, which a lot of people were kind of like you know okay so this guy's just going to be the coach just to get in here and. Uh, we'll, we'll be able to figure out our long-term guys later on Well, he's done a pretty good job this year. So you might oh, yeah. want to think about keeping him around. I think it's going to go six. I, I have to give it to Colorado. Same. So three of us, all Colorado. That's what Connor picked too. Uh, moving into the Dallas, Minnesota. So Minnesota, I'd like to see it happen. Flurry, you know, he's, he's, he's known, but honestly, I, I see Dallas edging it out. They, they're too strong of a team to, to lose it to Minnesota, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I would agree. And they have they have some experience on that side as well. Um, the, see, the thing is, though, Minnesota has been starving oh. for a good playoff team. And, you know, Dallas took the Minnesota North Stars uh, away from them. And so many they, – they have something to fight for here. It's almost like if a revenge. Goes, if it goes to seven – I'm I'm taking mini all day. Okay. All right. They, they're, like they're, they're the one kind of underdog that I could see coming out. Uh, yeah. And, and taking them. All right. Next up Vegas with Paul Cotter and the Winnipeg jets. I'm biased as shit and I'm going with Vegas. I think it's going to be Vegas in five. Yeah. Uh, Connor picked Vegas as well. Uh, moving on to our last series. Connor McDavid versus the LA Kings. Uh, I think that this one, this was going to be surprising. This is going to be so like, this is where I'm at with this, Dustin. It, I could see it going, being, you know, done in five or I, I could see it going seven as well. 
never know what you're going to get out of out of Edmonton when it comes to playoffs. That's so true. Um, and that's one comment that Nicole's brother made about comparing Florida and, and Edmonton. I'm like, dude, I get it. But <clears throat> at the same time, Edmonton has more you're more likely to see them score a bunch of goals for and, and win a game versus, you know, Florida's going to be a, a, a tougher battle in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like if Edmonton's going to win, like they're going to win in fashion. It's going to be a, a high scoring game in my opinion. Yeah. It'll be like six, four, six, yeah. five yeah, yeah. versus Florida. You know, it's going to be two, one, right. Or, or you know, it's, it's going to be a grind to the end. Um, oh yeah. That's Florida, Florida's game. And, and even Tampa's, they, they just wear you down. Yep. Yep. So I have Edmonton winning. Um, Connor also has Edmonton. Yeah, I, I have Edmonton winning regardless, but again, I could see it I could see it ending in five if they're that dominant, or I could see them kind of struggling a bit and then take you know, it could take seven. All right. So who do you have in the Stanley Cup playoffs? In the in the final. Yeah. Um, so I have it, it, this is really, really. Tough. I got two. I got two yellowish teams in the finals for me. Yeah, I have. I definitely have Vegas. Uh, yep. You know, prevailing in the in the West. Honestly, I I think that if Carolina can get past uh, Sorokin and the Isles, mm. I think that that might be one of the toughest teams that they play. Um. I'm going to have to go. I, I'm going to say Carolina and Vegas. I like it. So I got Boston and Vegas. I'd like to see Boston get worn out in that Eastern Conference, you know, hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that that's exactly what, what uh, Connor was saying. Yep. Um, well, it was a couple weeks ago. He said the Eastern Conference is going to be an absolute death match. Meanwhile, on the West, it's kind of, you know, uh, it, it's – it, we 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 mentioned that it was the SpongeBob episode of the Salty Spittoon, which yeah. is the the Eastern Conference, and then you have uh, Weenie Hut Junior. Uh, in the West. Yep. So that's the so best yeah. way to put it. Um, but yeah, so hockey starts on Monday the seventeenth. Um, Who did Connor have in the Boston? He yeah, Boston. Tell, Boston. He didn't tell me the other one. But he had Boston. He he had Boston winning though. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I don't wait. Did, did you say that you have you have uh, Vegas beating Boston? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I have. And then, Vegas, and then Paul's gonna take a shit right in the right on someone's Boston's car. I have Vegas beating uh, Carolina in the in the finals. Dude, all I can say is if we see Vegas in the finals, it's gonna be fucking nuts. It, yeah. It's gonna be. I, I. If you guys don't know, I'm a big Vegas fan. If you if you've listened to this podcast at any point really? in time. You've probably figure that out by now um well dude it's like i i don't even feel bad about saying it because the red wings play them twice a year and no i i no no no, i'm I'm just saying and if it it came down to in the playoffs you know who i'd pick it's it's exciting because it's a team that their inaugural season was just a few years ago in in uh 2018 they made it to the cup final then they made it to the They've been in the playoffs every every year since. Hey, to be fair, they? I was a Knights fan before they made it to the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, start of the season, I was in. I was bought in. Start of the season. I mean, every everyone thought that oh, this expansion team. You know, remember the the Golden Misfits. Yeah. Um, and to, no, that's the funny part is everyone learned 
from the, the golden Knights thing. Cause they're like, Oh, well here, you can take these players and these players. And now they're yeah. like, now they really thought about it with Seattle. Like, hold on a second. We're not giving you this guy. What the <laughs> hell's wrong with us? You can take and Seattle. You know what? Seattle did a, a really good job. I think of, of staying, you know, remember last year when we were uh, chatting about them, we were like, I don't know with this draft, like, are they, are they tanking or are they looking for a cup run? Like what, what's happening here? Yep. And then they missed out on playoffs last year. They got uh, a high pick in, in Maddie Veneers. And that paid I off. Mean, yeah. He's, got, he's, he's leading the rookies right now. I think 51 points or 52 or something like that. So, oh, yeah. He's, 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 he's got he's, the Calder already. Yeah. We already had one of those last year. I know yep. what it feels like. It's fine. Yep. Against um, a 40 year old bunting. Right. Dude. I still don't yeah. understand that. I st- still to this day. Well, he's only played in 12 NHL games and he's 40. So he's still a rookie. Well, is he though? Like, yeah. like, come on. All right. So that's all we had. Quick episode of everyone. We just kind of wanted to jump on, touch over the Stanley cup. <clears throat> Red Wings hockey is over. Larkin and the boys are most likely golfing. Um, most likely. Oh, that's a, that's a for sure thing. <clears throat> for sure. You think they're, they're at DGC. You think Larkin's still up here? You think he went down like Florida or something like on some trip? Well, it's, well, it's, it's nice right now. So That's maybe, true. I don't know. Typically after the season, they do take about a week or two just to go somewhere and, and like decompress. But yeah, yeah. but who knows? I mean, it is nice here in Michigan. It's gorgeous. Uh, for now. It oh, I'm going back down. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Florida. So everybody, uh, I'll bring back a, a tuna, a tuna fish or something. Nice. I don't know. But yeah. All right, Tyler, have a good weekend. Can't wait for playoff start on Monday, and let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah.